Hey, 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 it's Natasha and Khalil, aka K to the Izen. And we are the co hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our seventh episode of Woke and Free. If you've been joining our conversation for the past couple of weeks, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other, with you. And we are all about talking about everything and anything that is important to us, to you, and the world. And obviously, nothing is off the table. Now, in this episode, we will be talking about secrets. Specifically, is there a secret organization running the world? <laughs> Very interesting, right? Okay. <laughs> it is, it is. But before we dive in, we have a couple of ground rules that we have to cover. So first, we ask that you subscribe to Woken Free on iTunes, on TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and also on YouTube. And make sure that you share the episode with your friends and family. And you're going to want to make sure you also talk to us on social media. I stay on social media. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, at Woken Free. And uh, we just can't wait to dive in, right? So as you probably know, each week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week we shared how we got our first names. This week we wanted to share the pet peeves that each of us have. I have a couple I'll mention. Backseat driving, that really peeves me off. <laughs> when people keep telling you how much distance to keep between you and other cars, they tell you that Google Maps is wrong and you should follow their all-knowing internal map of golden perfection, or they complain about your speed being either too fast or too slow, I just tell them, please, take the wheel. You seem to know how this should be done. I understand the occasional tip from the person riding shotgun. You know, that person right next to you that can see probably 40% of what you see. But people in the back need to keep their words to themselves when I'm driving. If they can't hold their tongue, then they should do the driving is what I say. Since they know so much and can obviously do it better than I can. Mm -mm, throwing shade to several people we know. <laughs> the second pet peeve of mine is watching the same movie or TV show multiple times. If you've seen it once, you've probably you've seen enough of it. That's just what I think. I mean, there's so much to be seen. You're harping on the same thing again and again. It just seems like a waste. I know you do miss things the first time you see it, but when I rewatch something, I, I like to see it with other people who haven't seen the movie before. This makes me feel like it wasn't a waste of time, but instead a shared moment. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, he's speaking to me. <laughs> Definitely, honey. Mm. Leaving lights on in an unoccupied room is something my wife and I debate about all the time. I tell her it doesn't make sense to have the lights on in so many different rooms, especially if you're not using them for the next 30 minutes or more. I don't go back crazy and turn off all the lights of every room I leave. I just like to conserve energy when possible. Why pay for electrons to work when they could just be at rest? Lies you tell. <laughs> Lastly, when I see people use the restroom and don't wash their hands, I feel like I should cringe. I don't actually cringe, but I really feel it deep within me. I know you get that feeling too. I guess they figure I've put extra germs on my hands. Better make sure I spread the wealth. Why can't they take the extra 20 seconds to splash H2O and soapy goodness on their hands? Is it just too much to ask? Do they think cleaning their hands is a hoax? They probably contribute to the dirtiness of the bathroom doorknob and the money we touch. 
You should be ashamed of yourself. That sounds like another episode right there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. So uh, since you went in, I should uh, similarly do the same. So first and foremost, uh, good morning. Everyone loves to wake up in the morning and say good morning. I'm actually a person who doesn't like that phrase. I'm not saying that uh, you shouldn't wish wellness for your day. I absolutely believe in having great days and great mornings, but I don't need someone to tell me that it's a good morning or have a good morning. It just, it pisses me off. It's not a pet peeve. It's kind of like a kryptonite for me. Don't say it to me. Just say, hey, or hi there. Wow. <laughs> is it really that bad? It is 13 years and you know how hard I go with that one. So that's that one. Uh, the other one, another one that I have is people touching my hair without my consent. Uh, I'm not a cat, so please don't pet me. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually, a, that's an ongoing conversation if you pay attention on social media with people mentioning this uh, when it comes to a, a myriad of issues, I would say, behind that. But generally speaking, I would say that if you want to touch another person, why assault them? Just get their permission. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, since you mentioned lights, a pet peeve of mine would be rooms with low light. Uh, thankfully, when I grew up, my dad always tried to make sure that I had light when it, whenever that was possible, and I actually like bright light. But someone I know, uh, aka the person sitting next to me, hubby dearest, uh, you like to have the lights on low and then want to work uh, while the lights are practically like it's nighttime. It's like sleep time in the room. It makes no sense. We're working 12, 15, 17 hours. I need some, some light. I just prefer natural light. The light from the sun is something that I can take in all the time. Hashtag, I don't need all this fake light. Hashtag vampire status. Uh, <laughs> or maybe Superman status because I like the natural sun. Then go live in it. <laughs> I may have done that before. It was a little toasty. You're a fool. <laughs> Another pet peeve, uh, chewing gum loudly. If you are an offender, then you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, your mouth should be closed when you're eating. And then secondly, why are you chewing so loud? Are you trying to create a musical in your mouth? What's going on? It's very irritating and a very frustrating situation. Should you really be paying so much attention to how other people are eating? Or should you be concentrating on what you're doing? and keeping focus at all times. Fair point, fair point, absolutely. Listen, when I took the bar exam, someone tapped on the table the entire time that I was taking the bar exam, so I'm all about uh, having namaste, zen process, but I would say that if you don't necessarily need to make a musical or a parade about your life around other people's lives, then act appropriately and chill out. And then my last pet peeve is uh, something probably people will be like, huh? It's coldness. I just really hate being cold, and I hate uh, having cold things just near me, or like if you wash your hands and then come touch me. I really, I've been anemic on and off for many years, and I, I just really hate the, the terrible feeling of being cold. So I can't wait to retire and move to Arizona. AZ, I hope you're ready for Woken Free. Definitely. Mm -hmm. It's good to be warm in life. Exactly, exactly. So I think now that we've uh, revealed quite a bit of ourselves, it's time to dive right in. And uh, the first question that I wanted to pose is, 
what secret organizations are claimed to like be in existence? Like what are the ones out here that our conspiracy theorists and uh, fans are like, oh, well, this is the organization that's doing this. This is the organization doing that. So there is actually like 20 different organizations that MSN uh, reports that are like secretly running the world. To name a few, maybe you are a part of them. <laughs> or are a fan of them, but we'll we'll go. I'll mention a couple ones. So first, the Opus Dei. This is a secret Catholic organization that has nearly ninety thousand members from the intellectual, political, and economic elite. The Opus Dei, supported by the Vatican, exerts an influence on several governments when it comes to promoting its conservative values. Have you heard of that one? No, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, okay. Then there's the Freemasons. This secret society is where members are selected in a meeting after initiation ritual, essentially brings together men of common kinship who may favor each other in various political and economic sectors. We actually know a Freemason, but we will reveal that for another episode, I believe. So they have to stay tuned, right? Yep. Okay, then classic Illuminati, right? This is a group from the 18th century devoted to the opposition of superstition and... Obscuritism is actually something that could be broken down for everybody. It's the practice of deliberately preventing the facts of some subject matter from becoming known. Kind of like what fake news is used for. You know, obscuring the facts. Exactly. So they're suspected of having been the root of the French Revolution, and some conspiracy theorists believe that they still exist and uh, are very profoundly affecting our new world order. So uh, I actually on social media we had a couple of people who were like the Illuminati. They look like they they were they were definitely gunning for that one. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the Illuminati is definitely popular in folklore. Mm -hmm. Not many people have hard substantiated like proof of what they do but they do exist the knights of columbus have you heard of them no i've heard of christopher columbus <laughs> okay columbus. so they're a christian influence fraternity essentially who de they devote themselves to charity work they are considered to hold little power, yet they choose the causes they support according to the values of the Catholic Church and regularly give money to the Vatican, which maybe there's a, there's intrigue there. Then also the G8. Have you heard of that? No. The plane? Ha! Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. The G8 gathers on a regular basis uh, the, with the heads of state from the greatest global powers, including, obviously, U.S., Japan, Germany, France, Russia, the UK, Italy, and Canada. Major decisions are made at these meetings, although the discussions are kept secret. When mentioning the Freemasons like you did earlier, mm -hmm. we can't forget some of the most famous members. Business Insider mentions Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, Andrew Jackson, Mozart, Nat King Cole, Mark Twain, FDR, Jesse Jackson, John Elway, Scottie Pippen, and Shaq. <laughs> Some powerful people indeed. It's also not surprising that the Catholic Church may have a secret group because they've long played a part in shaping history. Look at the Holy Wars and look at Renaissance masterpieces from Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, and Raphael. Oh, here you go. Uh, okay, so if we have all of these secret organizations uh, doing their, their good and, and, and whatever work that they do, 
is there a purpose to having these organizations? What do you think? The purpose for having a secret organization could be to concoct elaborate plans to achieve your goal while it looks like it was the most natural outcome and not something planned in advance. People would probably see missing a contested shot at the NBA Finals as just a simple mistake, but maybe it's something more insidious at play. They could also develop and grow a community in need. So a small community of people that love to dress up as cows might not flourish on its own, but as a secret (laughs) society, this can do very well. I got you. I agree. I think there's something to be said about having a community where you can be anonymous, where you either have the intentions of doing bad things and don't want other people to know and this is your outlet, or maybe you have the intentions of doing some really good work that takes place in this world and and you don't need to be recognized. Or like you said, a community with like-minded individuals. I don't know if cow suits have to be involved. (laughs) That sounds amazing. I would have signed up. Oh my gosh. Well, some people like to try on udders. Okay. What kind of show is this, Khalil? What? <laughs> we all enjoy we all enjoy a glass of milk sometimes, or speak, some of us do. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> is there proof of secret organization activities? The proof is in the pudding, as they say. Whatever that means. The main problem in proving secret organization activities or conspiracy theories is that theories are just that theories. If any evidence is obtained to prove the theory, then it becomes a part of known and accepted history. Although we all know history is often obscured and rewritten, conspiracy theory, wife, what kinds of proof have you uncovered on these secret organization activities? Mm. Well, actually, I came across a really interesting article on the Daily Beast where they were talking about uh, specifically the Illuminati and how it's kind of intertwined with uh, hip-hop culture. So Rob Brotherton, he explained in this Daily Beast article that like for maybe the past 200 years, the Illuminati took a back seat and when it came to conspiracist imaginations to other groups like the Freemasons or certain business tycoons or government bureaucrats. And then when it came to the mid nineties, you saw a resurgence of the reference to Illuminati specifically no, I'm not necessarily uh, gonna, you know, start rapping right now. But <laughs> there's, uh, you know, Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society trying to keep their eye on me. Rap by Mob Deep's Prodigy in 1995, his remix of LL Cool J's I Shot You. Get it. Exactly. Then that same year, there was Cell Therapy by Goody Mob, who painted a bleak picture of what society would look like under the coming new world order, invoking conspiracy troops like martial law, concentration camps, and black helicopters. The line is, time is getting shorter. If we don't get prepared, people, it's gonna be a slaughter. Also released in 1995, We Can't Win by AZ. And that was a monologue that was explaining how society is really structured. And uh, the the line is, this world is ruled and controlled by societies that exist within societies that exist within societies. You understand? So, you know, it's Uh interesting. Exactly. You know, it's getting really, it's it's getting hot on on Woken Free. Um, (laughs) And then recently, I don't know if you saw, there was another resurgence of like the talk of Illuminati with more present day rappers or pop uh, artists. So 
we had you know mentions to Kanye West and you know bad girl Riri Rihanna uh, when they appeared in the video for Run This Town with Jay which had a distinctively spooky secret society vibe and then there's also been talks about the mention or connection to to Nas, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Nicki Minaj and also transcending rap to other artists who are bringing them up in their music like Lady Gaga, Madonna, Bob Dylan and of course Justin Bieber which is also really cool. So wow. yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, I think that this is a topic that is definitely affecting all people and especially creative people, right? This is their opportunity for them to share their platform for what they believe in or what they like. And if they're into conspiracies, why not share it in their music? Why do we turn to these types of conspiracies? According to the Scientific American, they explain it best in their article, Why Do Some People Believe in Conspiracy Theories? One of humans' greatest strengths is the ability to find meaning and patterns in the world around us and to interpret that. What we see as reality and facts is not so straightforward. Sometimes we see patterns and causal connections that are not there. We all tend to believe things that coincide with our prior thoughts. We often assume big events have big causes, and we often project our own behaviors onto others. If you engage in covert operations like your cat getting that yarn ball, then everyone does that, right? <laughs> exactly. I would say uh, I found a really great uh, uh, kind of quote or, or statement by Jan William Van Prusen uh, from this Time article. He's an he's associate professor in social and organizational psychology at VU University Amsterdam, and he's been studying conspiracy theories for a couple of years. And he he essentially elaborated that conspiracy theories often crop up during times of uncertainty and fear, after terrorist strikes, financial crises high-profile deaths and natural disasters and past research suggests that if people feel they don't have control over a situation then they'll try to make sense of it and find out what happened that sense making leads them to connect dots that aren't necessarily connected in reality which is a awesome way of throwing shade and also saying uh they don't exist <laughs> yeah pretty much okay what's the verdict then if I tell you the answer to this, then I might not be here tomorrow. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny the powers of secret organizations over and out. Love it. Okay, uh, I'm going to refer to a, a, a Mitch Horowitz from a Salon article. He advocates that the concentration of wealth and power in today's world stems from corrupted policies and a lack of accountability and transparency. Not bloodlines of wealth, underground cabals, or secret clubs, talks of which necessarily leads to very dark places and zero political progress. So what do I think? Uh, without, you know, disappearing uh, <laughs> off the face of the earth, I'm, I'm going uh, to say I... I think anything is possible, but the simpler answer is usually the right answer. And are the workings of a secret organization pulling the strings of governments and making things happen? That sounds kind of complex, so I think the simple answer would be no. But I, I still would leave the possibility that maybe, maybe it's possible. Cue the X-Files theme song. <laughs> Very nice.
Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? It's that time again, folks. It is... Scenario time. For scenario one, a beloved celebrity, renowned the world over, has just been caught in a career-ending scenario. Is this a publicity stunt for more fame, or has that person been caught in the clutches of a secret society? Ooh. What do you think? That's a good question. I would say it's going to come down to the incident and then what was the impact that person was having on society. So I told you recently that I heard that people, I mean, for years and years, like for instance, people have been saying Tupac's not dead. Um, I think Tupac was very meaningful in our society. So the idea of him dying is, uh, that's definitely career ending. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also- That's a hell of a publicity stunt. Yeah. It, so yeah. So I think that, um, you know, if, if there were deeper reasons for him to no longer exist, that potentially could be that could be an argument as to if 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 a celebrity had a career-ending moment, was it just PR or was it uh, a secret society? You, I think you could argue both, but it would depend on the artist and it would depend on what's going on. So a lot of people would probably think in this situation that a secret society was behind it if they think that celebrity was more important than what they really were. Mm-hmm let's say they think the celebrity was changing communities mm. that they had a big impact and were leading like new movements mm. that otherwise wouldn't have started up mm -hmm. those celebrities if something happens to them people can't just let them go they can't say they died a normal death mm -hmm. what they'll come to the conclusion is is that somebody was out to get them either the government or some organization mm -hmm. so that's why in, in this case kind of like with the Tupac case people will often float to a secret society pulling the strings behind the scenes and stopping this individual from achieving what their true movement was, not just on the outside of entertaining the masses, but actually starting a movement of the people. Exactly. For the second scenario, it's election time and everyone knows who needs to win. <laughs> can and would a secret society inject their all dominating power mm, um i mean that's like kind of harping on what what happened with our current mr president right so um i think that oh gosh again that's a hard one i don't know what do you think the right answer is yeah there's there's definitely evidence of this happening i don't know if it's the secret society directly but maybe it is but politically the u.s has been known to inject their power into elections in third world countries or other mm -hmm. countries and actually help determine the winner mm -hmm. if a nation is able to use their power to influence other nations electoral votes then a secret society can do that just as well mm sounds like you might be a conspiracy theorist or a fan i'm just saying it's a possibility <laughs> gotcha gotcha okay and we do and we do know that the government does have some power that we don't even know the limits of facts you speak yes for scenario three a nation is struggling due to a recent famine if things don't change no one in the nation will survive a devastating disease has come about that inflicts 10% of the nation. Was this work of a secret organization, 
Or did nature play its part in saving the nation? Ooh. Um, I think, again, it can go either way. I think that, sadly, in our life, as a, I was just watching The View and Dolly Parton, uh, classic phrase, right? If you want the rainbow, you have to put up with the rain. Uh, you know, sometimes in life, uh, there are bad things that happen. And uh, sometimes that is just what it's meant to be, unfortunately, even if it does include the loss of innocent lives. And then there are other cases where, sadly, there are people doing work that is leading to the loss of innocence. So it, it, it all depends. I think that the best way to know is to, when, when these things are happening, try to document and figure out what's going on. But what do you think the answer is? In actuality, there's no way to know in mm -hmm. this case. Mm -hmm. There really isn't. You can do all the research you want, but if a secret organization was at play here, they would destroy most of the evidence, wouldn't they? They True. wouldn't want you to know that they concocted this disease to help save everybody. They would cover up their tracks, mm -hmm. as all mm -hmm. secret organizations do. Isn't True. that the point of being secret? True, Dan Brown, tell us, right? I mean, <laughs> that's the Da Vinci Code and all of that, right? Yeah, Angels and Demons mm -hmm. and his other works, yes. Exactly, exactly. So it looks like we are at that time again. Can you believe how much fun we just had and it just went all on by? Oh my gosh. Wow, no I cannot. <laughs> exactly. We're coming to the end of our seventh episode of Woken Free. Disturbing Glue. <laughs> as this episode was disturbing <laughs> a little uh, bit yes absolutely we talked about whether there's a secret organization running the world and i think both of us you know just still ended on a dot 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 <laughs> to remain <laughs> unknown right the I don't, world may never know i know well i guess if it did know then that person wouldn't be around anymore <laughs> the ones that do know are not with us anymore yeah exactly so r.i.p um and uh, i think what we'll do is so that we can keep living on to our next episode we're gonna decide what if we are leaving you hanging or are we telling you what's going on drum roll please our next episode will be about whether ghosts are real paul mooney has taken a stance on this so maybe you can as well Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday. Join the conversation at www.wokenfree.com. Yes, you can join the conversation at wokenfree.com. And if you want to be a guest on the show, submit a topic. Uh, if you want to tell us how you feel about a topic, if you want to share your insight about a topic, you got to go to wokenfree.com and hit us up on the Contact Us page. We, again cannot stress enough how we love to hear from you on social media as well if you want to get in touch with us on facebook instagram twitter youtube make sure you do so and if you didn't already subscribe please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every wednesday for woken free wednesdays till next time <laughs>